Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Cause you're probably smelling sweet. Since when I saw you down on the floor. It's on Well, the big question tonight is, will Hunter Biden, the son of the President of the United States, well, will he be charged with contempt of Congress? They are saying the Republicans, after the impeachment inquiry vote, of course, that it was approved, so now it moves forward, it is formalized, they're only here for another day or so, and then they have a big break for the holidays, and then they come back. Well, they're saying that they plan to go after contempt charges because guess what? He was supposed to appear today. And instead, Hunter Biden, the president's son, kind of has this arrogant swagger about him. He shows up on the other side of Congress. And this is what he had to say. Take a listen to this brazen young man. I'm here today to answer at a public hearing. Any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and the House Oversight Committee may have for me. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. And my father, he wasn't financially involved in all of these things I am doing, even though he said during the interview that he really didn't have a lot of experience in certain areas. And he conceded a lot of the reason that he was selected was because of his last name, Biden. And now he's saying, because my last name's Biden, that's why they're going after me. No, that's why he's gotten a free pass. But did you hear that also? It's the MAGA Republicans. This guy, isn't it when you go through like AA, one of the things is you have to admit you have a problem before you overcome something. And in this case, he is not even admitting he had a problem. Yeah, I had this issue. But the whole reason that I'm in trouble now with the law isn't because of me. It's because of MAGA Republicans. It's all politics. That's all. That's what this is all about. And then he continued. Here's a little more of Hunter Biden today. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session right now, 
have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They have belittled my recovery. And they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do- devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Yeah, I'm here on the wrong side of the Capitol building because I didn't want to show up to testify, even though I got a subpoena and I want to write the rules. I want to testify in public. They want me like everybody else to do it in private and then in public. But I think I'm better than everybody else and I can defy the subpoena. So there's a lot of questions here. My goodness, everything is MAGA, 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 MAGA. And so I thought I had heard it all after Hunter Biden this morning. And then it moved on to the White House press conference. And boy, is this a doozy. Listen to this one. Uh, reporters, of course, were going back and forth with Corinne Jean-Pierre. And I feel bad for Corinne Jean-Pierre because you are only as good as the president that you have to speak for. Remember, she's the White House press secretary. So they're probably like, oh, you know, go back out there and say something, do something, right? Uh, just kind of say he's proud of his son, he's proud of his son, proud of his son. It's like, here's the line, right? He's proud of his son. He's the smartest guy he knows. He's the greatest guy he knows. And then move on, right? And so this is a whopper. This is the whopper of all whoppers. Listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre asking if the president heard Hunter, his son's speech today, and listen to her response. Did he spend any time watching what his son had to say outside the Capitol? So a couple, just a couple of things on that, and I want to be really clear. Look, uh, as you know, Hunter Biden is a private citizen, and so I certainly would refer you to his representatives. Um, Look, you know, um, the president was certainly familiar uh, with what his son was going to say, and I think what you saw was from the heart from uh, his son. And you've heard, uh, you've heard me say this. You've heard the president say this. Uh, when it comes to the president and the first lady, they are proud of him uh, continuing to rebuild his life. They are proud of their son. Uh, but I do want to say a couple of things here uh, that, uh, that I think I can touch on is that the president is also focused on the important work of the American people. We just went back and forth about what's happening at the border and how he wants to make sure that we secure the border and the work that he and his team has been doing on negotiating to make sure that there's there's a bipartisan compromise. That's an incredible statement. So the president isn't focused on all these politics. He's focused because he wants to make sure he secures the border. That is such a joke. I couldn't believe that's the first thing out of her mouth, that the president is focused on America's business, like securing the border. Is there anybody out there that actually thinks this president gives a darn about securing the border by the way he has handled it today and the way he's handled it every day since he took office? Just show a picture of that wide open southern border and it keeps on coming and coming and coming. And this president has not done a darn thing to plug the hole. And for her to actually say, 
oh, it's MAGA Republicans that are focused on Hunter. This president is focused on securing the border. That is probably one of the biggest lies that I have heard out of this White House and one of the most preposterous rewriting of history that could ever be done. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Susan. Line five. Susan, can you believe he that she actually said that? That is stunning. Uh, well, the one thing uh, that I do feel um, that everything with with Hunter is, you know, it's already the documentation is there and more to come out on the suspicious activity reports, the files on human trafficking and many, many other things are going to come out now that we have the inquiry. We shouldn't just just leave that aside because the immigration um, uh, situation is the most impeachable issue. Article one, he swore that he would uphold the laws passed by Congress of the United States. There are uh, oodles of immigration laws that he has broken uh, blatantly. And that this, according to, you know, Mark Levin, I think he's, uh, you know, one of the big, best constitutional lawyers around, is saying that's the low-hanging fruit. And then I heard your caller who was involved with, um, uh, you know, overdose or the... Um, yeah, the caller, who, that, right, the, call, right, the, the caller fentanyl. who said has shame on him with the fentanyl. I mean, it is reckless. I agree. And the pain and the... The, the human uh, potential that is so that that is really the most thing that will stick. I mean, we already know Hunter's already made taken all these pictures of himself. And, and how do we even know that he's even clean because of that cocaine in the White House and the little pictures on the, uh, the you know, July 4th? Uh, looked, uh, you know, just like he wasn't completely with it, so to speak. Well, and and, and by the way, Susan, remember, uh, somehow they didn't have the footage of that. Somehow they weren't able to get to the bottom of that, which just always right. looks so fishy. I don't know whose cocaine it was. We don't know. Uh, but the timing sure does look uh, suspicious. And you're right. I, I, you know what? You bring up a great point about the immigration. That's why when I heard that statement today, I, I actually thought I misheard it. It was so... Uh, just shocking to me that the first thing out of her mouth was, you know what, he's not focused on politics. He's focused on securing the border. Like that is the last thing I would say that President Biden is focused on. Uh, he's focused on keeping it wide open. That's what he's focused on. Um, and for them to say otherwise is a flat out lie, just like he never met the business partners. That's a flat out lie. We see the pictures. And uh, I agree with you. I think there's even areas there that could be explored for impeachment. Um, and who knows, maybe there's some memo out there that says, hey, could you keep the border wide open? Could you let as many murderers and criminals come on through? Could you not vet anybody? And could you give Americans a hard time? And anybody who's trying to do it legally, could you give them a hard time? And anybody who's a convict or anybody who you just don't feel like checking, just let them through. Maybe there's, I'm being facetious, but that almost seems like his policy these days. It is just it is downright dangerous. And it comes, Susan, as there have been some of these new bulletins putting out by the FBI, by Homeland Security, saying that they are so worried this holiday season 
and darn right they should be worried. We have no idea who's crossed the border. There are probably so many sleeper cells in this country right now, and that's really dangerous. Let's go to Joe in Nassau County. Uh, Joe, where's this going? Well, the simple fact is, I was listening to Stan saying his piece. Did did you did you All need right. earmuffs? Because I felt like I needed it. But go ahead. Oh, please. I mean, so maybe you can help me out here. Maybe I'm lost. Biden, Hunter Biden is innocent, but Trump is guilty, according to him. Correct. Yeah, according to him, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are the greatest people he knows, and Orange Man bad. Yes. All right, so basically he's a nut. Well, basically, uh, there's hypocrisy here. You know, I mean, basically, basically, he only sees the orange haze, and he says guilty, guilty, guilty in his mind. And you know, I'm getting old. I'm going to be 60 years old. I'm retired police. I mean, seriously, I listen to your show. I love it. Thank you. Between what you and Mr. Carson, what, uh, what John do in the afternoon. But this guy, Stan, he's a nut. Yeah, he's he he clearly has uh, fog in his eyes. Um, and you know what, Joe? But I like to hear from everybody because it's, listen, that's what America is all about. And I like to hear different opinions, whether we agree with them or not. But that is what he thinks. He seems to think Joe Biden is fine. This is all politics. Hunter is fine. It's a drug addict guy who's a screwball, but didn't do anything wrong. And I guess somehow this $24 million and these 20 shell companies just kind of half a pop around on their own. Nobody had anything to do with it. They're just, they're just victims of, of, of huge amounts of money from rogue leaders and who somehow posed with them in pictures and showed up in business meetings with them and on the phone with them. I guess this is all just one big fairy tale circumstance. And, uh, you know, it just it looks so suspicious. And by the way, the way this started, Joe, it also started with the banks flagging some of this investigation into Hunter and all this. Turns out the banks were flagging Hunter because they're like, God, this activity looks suspicious. Whoever this is, is getting weird money from China and it's going to these weird places. It was a bank investigator who kind of flagged it. And these two IRS guys, boy, are they heroes. Those two IRS whistleblowers who came forward, so far it looks like almost everything they have said is right. And if it wasn't for them, we may not even know the details today. And, of course, what did the Biden team do? They tried to trash those whistleblowers, hope that they go away. And those guys have stood on principle and stood strong. And I bet you they're going to be key witnesses in this impeachment inquiry now that it is formalized. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, I thought I've heard it all, uh, but I just read that Claudine Gay, this is the president of Harvard, attended a menorah lighting. This is the one who, remember, all the board unanimously decided to keep, but she was the one who couldn't figure out if genocide, it depends the context, if it's bad or not, when she was asked by Elise Stefanik. Um, I'm glad that she went to a minority lighting. Obviously, she's trying to save some face after everything that happened to her. But what a mess. And also, I just find it kind of brazen that she's sitting there and she's lighting the menorah. It's there on campus at Harvard. Uh, obviously, if she's supportive of Jewish people, why was she struggling so hard to answer that basic question that sure seemed like a basic one when it was thrown out to her at the hearing that took place last week. Also, by the way, family members who have their loved ones that are still held there by Hamas, they showed up at the White House today to talk to President Biden and gave some really powerful comments. We're going to talk about that, too, as well. This is also in the crazy department. Uh, Boston's woke Democratic mayor, Michelle Wu, uh, have This is the first uh, Asian-American who was to serve on the Boston City Council. She's the daughter of Taiwanese immigrants. She planned, quote, a no-whites Christmas party. And an aide apparently accidentally sent a group email invite that was meant for electeds of color. So she was planning on hosting a racially segregated party. Turned out she sent it to everybody, and the party was called a no-whites party. I mean, how crazy is this? I mean, this is just unbelievable. As we're in this age of DEI and all these comments, she would actually send something out and try to segregate holiday parties. That is preposterous, and needless to say, she is coming under a lot of heat. So far, there's no apology from her for actually planning to host this racially segregated party that was only allowing electeds of color. 1-800-848-9222. We're talking about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and so much more. Let's go to Robert, line four. Uh, Robert, where is this headed? Hi, Rita. The truth must come out. We have to have the testimony of witnesses and Congress has the constitutional authority to compel the production of documents and persons. And if that's not done, and let's say there is no appearance to testify, but hundred. No, but you're right, Robert. Sorry, we're up against a heartbreak, but you're right. Uh, they have the authority. Let's see if they do it. Rita 
Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing every night here on The Rita Cosby Show, a very powerful story coming from our nation's capital where Camp Verde, Arizona resident and military retiree Emily Davis recently took part in an honor flight from Phoenix to Washington, D.C., where she was honored by the Military Women's Memorial right there in Arlington, Virginia, along with her husband, fellow Vietnam War veteran Larry Davis. Larry Davis was contacted by Honor Flight. It's a great nonprofit organization that invites veterans to tour the nation's war memorials. Both Larry and Emily went on an Honor Flight along with 32 other veterans who served in the Vietnam War and Korean War. Honor Flight not only provides these trips for veterans to show them appreciation, but also provides them the opportunity to share their experience with other veterans, remember their fallen brothers and sisters in arms, and sharing their stories. During their weekend trip, the group visited Arlington National Cemetery, the Navy Museum, the Air Force Museum, and the Marine Corps Museum. What was really meaningful to all was that at the Women Military Memorial, In Arlington, a very special plaque was set up for Emily Davis for being a woman in the military during the Vietnam War. It's a tribute, that location, that memorial to America's service women past and present. The memorial has an education center, its interactive exhibits, and a collection of military women's stories. I have been there, and boy, is it a really amazing place. And I encourage all of you, of course, to go there to the Military Women's Memorial Also, of course, to Arlington National Cemetery, which is truly hallowed ground. And bravo to all of our great military men and women. And, of course, to our Vietnam veterans, uh, those like Emily and Larry Davis, welcome home. We love you and we appreciate you. Well, today I was happy to see that the family members of those who are being held hostage still by the ruthless terrorist Hamas that many of them went to the White House to talk to the president. I was glad that they got a chance to speak with him and got a chance to lay out their case and say, please do whatever you can to bring our loved ones home. Take a listen. Here's some of them speaking after the visit. It was a terrific, terrific meeting and conversation. I think we all came away feeling that as families of hostages, of American-Israeli hostages, which are eight out of a total of 138 hostages, we felt that, and we felt before, and we were only reinforced in seeing and believing that we could have no better friend uh, in Washington or in the White House than President Biden himself and his administration. As I said before, we're going to keep the private conversations private. What we do know, what we do know, and we've seen that the U.S. administration from the previous round of, of negotiations and hostage release. The U.S. administration is completely committed to getting the hostages out, the eight Americans who remain there and the other uh, nearly 130. We, we have no doubt about that. And today's, uh, today's meeting with President Biden and, and Secretary Blinken only reinforced that and that they are willing and ready to do all that they possibly can by any number of means 
to get the hostages home. We appreciate, we are thankful to the president and to his team because we know that they are working 24 hours a day and they are going to work through the holidays and they are going to do everything they can to make sure that all of our loved ones, real people, come home to us and to the families across the world and in Israel. Thank you so much. And let's pray that their loved ones come home safely very, very soon. Well, one thing I do have my doubts is what President Joe Biden has said over the years about his son, Hunter, and the business deals, because now again, in the last few hours, that formal impeachment inquiry vote has been passed. It's been approved. And now the clock is ticking as to what they will find and where this will go. Listen to some of the things Joe Biden has said over the years, a lot of them turning out to be hogwash. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business? Yes, I stand him? by that statement. Yes, I stand by that statement. And then today, when reporters were shouting questions at him, he didn't answer. He did just say it was basically a political witch hunt. There was a statement that came out later. It's so funny because the White House, I think, is afraid of the moment when a reporter does get to him like a Peter Ducey. They're going to be like, oh, Mr. President over here, they're going to bring the Easter Bunny. Remember during the Easter egg hunt where the Easter Bunny was like kind of pulling him away from the reporters? They're going to have like this Easter Bunny kind of following him around. Uh, Santa will follow him until Christmas. Then maybe a Valentine's heart will follow him for a while. Then the Easter Bunny, like, oh, come on over here. And it'll be uh, maybe an attorney or somebody in these really dressed up like a mascot because, boy, uh, things are getting really, really tricky. And in the middle of all this, Jamie Raskin, uh, this is the guy, remember, who ran the January 6th committee. Well, he says there's no there there. Listen to good old Jamie Raskin, who never gave President Trump the benefit of any doubt. Take a listen to what he has to say. This is the Democrat. You know, the reason mysteries are called whodunits is because they start with a crime and then you have to try to figure out who did it. The Biden impeachment investigation isn't a whodunit. It's a what is it? It's like an Agatha Christie novel where the mystery is what's the crime? And that gets very tedious very fast. After 11 months of this, no one can tell us what President Biden's crime was much less where it happened, when it happened, what the motive was, who the perpetrators were, or who the victims were. Maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in Congress was yesterday in the Rules Committee when Congressman Nagus kept asking Congressman Reschenthaler what the crime was. And Reschenthaler, who's not on the Oversight Committee and is apparently just waking up to the joke, kept saying he didn't know what it was, but that's why we need an impeachment investigation to find out. And Nagus kept asking him, but what will the impeachment investigation be looking for? And finally, Reschenthaler said, a high crime or misdemeanor. And Nagus said, yes, but which one? 
Now, Nagus, of course, was involved in a real impeachment investigation of a real presidential offense. The incitement of a violent political insurrection against this Congress, against the vice president of the United States, against the Constitution, and against the election of 2020. We did not need Sherlock Holmes in a magnifying glass to find the presidential crime with Donald Trump. It came right into this house and smashed us in the face. Now, it's true Chairman Comer has collected a mountain of evidence over the last 11 months, tens of thousands of pages of documents, dozens of hours of interviews with government officials, but all of it clearly shows that Joe Biden committed no crime. Even their own witnesses that they called to the only public hearing they had said there is not remotely enough evidence to justify impeachment. Chairman Comer. Chairman Comer, he went on and on and on. So, all right. So Trump bad, you know, uh, anything if he was anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th, Trump bad. But. Biden with his wide open southern border and his son getting 24 million and that famous moment, the son of a bee, remember? Oh, yeah, suddenly I told that prosecutor, if he doesn't, if they don't get rid of that prosecutor, we're going to withhold a billion dollars of aid. And son of a bee, they got rid of the prosecutor. His own words look so bad. And now it turns out that the son was involved in Burisma. He was on the board. All this money came in. I mean, there's a lot of there there. And no, it's all Trump, Trump, Trump. Listen to what Nancy Mace on the flip side had to say, Congresswoman from South Carolina. This is what she had to say about Hunter Biden and more. Well, some of what he said that we've impugned his character. The only person who has impugned Hunter Biden's character is Hunter Biden himself. He accused us of lying. The only people who've been lying throughout this whole thing, this whole episode has been Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the Joe Biden White House. And, you know, I was just stunned to see my colleagues this morning, Democrats on the left who uh, who enforce subpoenas against Republicans in recent years, therefore going forward today and defending, defying a subpoena, a congressional subpoena today, because the guy's last name was Biden. All I see are hypocrites on the Hill. And Martha, I'm one of the few Republicans up here who has uh, voted to hold Republicans in contempt when they don't follow through with a congressional subpoena. And all I'm seeing is hypocrisy and lies today. Hypocrisy and lies. And in fact, again, in 2021, President Biden said, oh, boy, this is terrible. If they are defying a subpoena, yeah, they should be prosecuted. Throw the book at them. And that was because it dealt with Trump characters. So now when it has to do with someone in his own family, let's give them a pass. Same thing with the taxes. Same thing with the gun charges. This, I think, is a political bust Big time. I think this is a political tsunami and an earthquake in terms of bad news for President Biden because he looks like a damn hypocrite tonight as we're looking at all of these things. And he continues to say, oh, I'm proud of my son. And it's all Trump, Trump, Trump. But when you go after President Trump, who has 91 charges, oh, that's all merited. Boy, this looks so disgustingly transparent. And this is what Saul Weisenberg, he is a former special counsel. This is what he had to say about Hunter Biden today. Yeah, he kind of did what uh, Lois Lerner did. Exactly. When the IRS was being investigated. But the difference is she actually did that uh, in a committee hearing and she said it. And then she invoked the Fifth Amendment uh, and walked out. And uh, actually, that's what I expected uh, Hunter to do, something like that. Uh, what really is important here is there is no 
legal defense for his position. He has been properly subpoenaed to a closed-door deposition. He has to appear, so it's vitally important that the full House hold him in contempt and send it to the Department of Justice. His situation is absolutely no different than Steve Bannon's, who, as you know, was held in contempt Mm -hmm. and was referred to the Department of Justice and was indicted by the Department of Justice. In fact, his position is weaker than Steve Bannon because Steve Bannon had an attorney telling him, you don't have to go under the law. You don't even have to go and show up. Now, as it turned out, other people disagreed with that. But here, there is no legal defense to this. So if that subpoena is going to be taken seriously, if the rule of law is going to be taken seriously, Congress must act, must hold him in contempt, and must send it to the Department of Justice. And, of course, that means sending it to U.S. Attorney for D.C. Matthew Graves. I'm sure you remember him. He's the one that refused to partner with David Weiss in the investigation of Hunter Biden. The plot really thickens. And then what happens at that point, also when it goes to DOJ, apparently Biden and Merrick Garland, according to new reports, have had a very frigid relationship since David Weiss became the special counsel. They're not buddy-buddy anymore, maybe because David Weiss is maybe trying to save face somehow, even though he let the statute of limitations expire on the, you know, foreign lobbying and the money laundering potential, all of that stuff. But still, if they send it then to the DOJ, what is Merrick Garland going to do? Is he going to say, let's go forward with this because fair is fair? That's justice. That's what he should do. Or is he going to play politics and have all of us think, uh, you know, boy, what a bunch of hypocrites. Is he going to think we're all stupid? Like, okay, uh, if it's Republicans, it's bad. Democrats, good. That sure doesn't sound like the justice. It sounds like the Department of Injustice, if that's the case. And I think that's where it's headed at some point. Let's see where that goes. Uh, let's go to Lana in Staten Island. Go ahead, Lana, your thoughts. Hey, how are you, Lena? I'm good. Where do you think this is headed? Oh, my God. Um, I really don't know, but I hope it's headed to more. Uh, I hope it's, well, listen. Hey, Lana, do I me was, a favor. Call us back can, or try to get closer hello? to the receiver. That's better. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yep, go ahead. Me? Much better. Listen, I listened to the, I'm sorry, Lita. I listened to the debate like um, four or five years ago, and Trump did bring up Hunter's issues with uh, substance abuse yep. and, his, and his position on the board with Ukraine for the energy company and um, the arrogant swagger that Biden had, uh, Hunter has now. And if Hunter was work, um, working any kind of program of recovery, he wouldn't um, be saying and defending himself. He'd be living the program. He uses the words amends, and he's responsible. Listen, I know a drug addict will steal your wallet and help you look for it, and what he's doing is so shameful. He's saying he's a, he's a son. He's a, he is all that stuff. But first and foremost, he has to be someone in recovery, and he has to stand up, and he has to say what he did, and his father... He could throw the stone, but he can't. He can't say it for his son, and that's just like a disgrace. And it's just like we're really in a big mess here with this. We but are. Hope- we are. Well, that's why I think, yeah. Lena. I think we need to get to the truth. Let's see what this inquiry. I actually think calling for an inquiry versus an impeachment vote. Unless you said, "Hey, we're going to impeach him on the border," then I'd say, "Okay, five seconds, yes." You know. Other than that, um, I think it is good that they're looking into it. Let's see what the bank records show. Let's see where it goes. 
Uh, and Hunter, I think, first of all, it's going to be a bumpy ride for that guy. And it's definitely going to be a bumpy ride for his dad. Uh, this is not going to be a free pass because Republicans have to get to the bottom of it. Uh, the American public deserves to know. He deserves to know, by the way, the president. He doesn't seem to care, which is why it's really concerning. He thinks he can defy subpoenas. They have requested thousands, tens of thousands of emails. So far, he's only handed over, I think it's like 14 of them. That was one of the latest reports. 14 out of 83,000. Uh, I don't have a calculator in front of me, but that's probably point oh 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 one percent. So that doesn't sound like a good track record. What do you think? One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. It's the Rita Cosby Show. So where is this headed? Will there be a contempt of Congress charge? And will Merrick Garland, when it actually gets to the Department of Justice, say, you know what? We really threw the book at a guy named Steve Bannon. We really threw the book at a guy named Peter Navarro. And this is even worse. This guy shows up on Capitol Hill on the other side, slams Congress, and won't even testify. But he surely was in the area. He couldn't say he was incapacitated. He just somehow couldn't make it to the House side, but he could make it to the the Senate side. It is the ultimate rebuke. So what are they going to do? Are they going to let somebody thumb their nose? Or are they going to have one shred of political distance at the Department of Justice, which has become so highly politicized under this president? What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Norm. Line four. Norm, what do you think? Hi, Rita. Yeah, first, don't believe any adult man named Jamie. Anyway, uh, I don't believe. <laughs> yeah, I I don't believe. For, I don't believe for one second Hunter has gone through any recovery program or is drug free. I want a drug te- t- test from this grifter. And the most important issue to me is why those Ukrainian energy oligarchs would pay an uneducated, inexperienced drug addict, believe me, they knew, millions of dollars as he had no energy background and no Ukrainian skills. That's just, uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't get beyond that. Yeah, I agree, Norm. You're right. Uh, there's something, and then it happens to be China, happen, and he also happens to be giving a free pass to China, this president. There's just, there's something very unseemly about all of these things, and I don't believe in all coincidences. Uh, let's go to Joaquin, line five. What do you think, Joaquin? Uh, Rita, real quick, who was the guest you had on Cats and Cars at the end who was talking about the Hunter Biden thing? It was Andy McCarthy, former uh-huh. U.S. assistant attorney there for New York. Yep. Okay. I should know his name off the top of my head. He nails everything on the top of the head. And I don't want to be disrespectful not to anybody. But people have to understand when you're dealing with, with Democrats, you're now dealing with a communist fascist takeover. And it's the same thing. There's establishment Republicans and the Republicans shot themselves in the foot. They got rid of George Santos, you know, and it's funny how McCarthy's retiring at the end of the year. And I believe there's another one. 
So now they're not going to have an edge in the house anymore, really, when it comes right down to it. This is nothing more than a dog and pony show. And unfortunately, there is not going to be any justice. And Hunter Biden is going to get away with everything that he wants to get away with. And his business was selling Joe Biden, his influence, and selling out the United States to all our enemies, be it China. And by the way, Joaquin, you're talking about a lot of stuff. I'm not convinced. You know, I'm a big believer. Let everything get out there. Let the facts get out there. And let the voters decide. That's what the Democrats should be doing with Trump, too. I mean, as opposed to these fabricated charges in some of the cases, clearly against Trump. Let the voters decide and let's get all the details out before the election.